one, it it. Hey, oh Tim, our TV, <laughs> our TV. Oh, oh boy, man. that was fun. There, hey, there it is. It's the morning after ministry show. Good Every morning. Monday at eleven ish. Sure. I think that's what our theme should be. Every Monday at eleven ish. It is eleven ish. We are not in our usual space. We're in a different space. We're in Tim's space. My space is having an air conditioner repaired this morning. Which will be really good news for us. Because it gets jungle hot in there. It gets toasty. Uh, luckily here, it's a, it's a breezy 73 degrees. It will be so until 3 p.m. according to my app. Yes, Kurt. Uh, it's another studio. We, we just have so many. So many studios. This studio is also known as Lakeview HQ. It's a good name for it. It's what the Wi-Fi is. That is what the Wi-Fi is. I would give out the Wi-Fi password, but you would need to speak... Uh, ancient hieroglyphics to be able to figure it out but whatever it's cool i didn't set the wi-fi password just it's not very welcoming well i am so glad that we are here today i'm thrilled we get to do this each and every week each and every week we gather we discuss are you gonna put up the overlay tim this is still the opening we haven't done our intro yet are you you have anything from yesterday that was exciting are are you a little bit hungover still from all the baseball I'm a little tired. I I broke a sweat this morning setting up gear solo. So I guess I see what I do feel. each and every week for I was 129 weeks. Yes. You have to move gear in between AC buildings, but then I realized your AC is terrible, so it does get very, it, very it's, hot. It's a very old building, and there are patches of deep, deep sweat. Andy says this studio is brought to you by Chip and Joanna Gaines. I, it's weird. No <laughs> one said that about your office. That's so strange. No, no my office is... Brought to you by me and my father, who installed the bookshelves. I did work for about an hour getting this space set up. You're welcome, Will. How did everything go yesterday, buddy? It was a weird day. Well, it should be weird because yesterday was Sunday. And this right here, this this right here, I said it twice, is the morning after. Welcome to the Morning After Ministry Show, a caffeine-fueled look back on the week and ministry that was. Anthony, you are commenting, uh, you need to text me. I need to figure out what's happening out there in Kansas. I haven't talked to you in a while, buddy. Is that Anthony Clerkin? That is. And uh, we just need to catch up. It's going to be exciting. I don't know if you noticed this, Andrew, but I'm wearing a brand new t-shirt. You are wearing a brand new t-shirt. It looks very similar to my t-shirt from last year when the Rays also went to the playoffs, but it didn't say World's uh, American League Champions That's on it. That's next week's shirt. You got ahead of yourself. I know. And I, I started, I tried to stop myself. Let's not say it yet. It's an exciting time it has been to be a member of Team Tampa Bay. The week, Andy. Which is, I saw someone on Twitter last night, they said the, the Rays and the Dodgers are playing for the World Series. You know, it's going to be great for their for either city, uh, as one is coming off of a 21-day World Championship drought and the other a 7-day World Championship drought. So it's... it's uh, Austin, I'm so sorry, he's a... He's a big Braves fan. Last night did not go well for him. I believe we're having audio sync issues too, Andrew. You could probably be, it, then it is your ATEM is different than my ATEM. Well, our settings might be different. I don't know. We are using my camera switcher and not Andrew's, obviously, because we're in a new space today. But here's the deal. My name is Tim. I'm this Andrew. Is Andrew. We are gather we fast. Are we slow? I don't know. We can't. We read gather that. every single Monday, and you can tell us if you are hearing us before you see my lips or after, while Andrew fixes it. All. Things. Ministry, apparently sports, 
and uh, we have several other things We've on our got list. Things like, to talk about. I've I don't know Disney. I've memorial changed the services. audio sync a little bit. We'll see how it goes. We will see how it goes. While our audio sync issues are playing out, uh, I would just love it if you would make creaky table noises. Thank you. Can you hear that? I don't know if anyone else can hear the table creaks, but it's a little creaky. Stop. Andrew, have you been staying up late every single night I, to watch these baseball it's games? It's been so bad. My wife almost wanted the Rays to lose so that we would be done. And How dare I, she? She was like, oh, I guess we got to do this for another week. And I was like, but it's only one more week. I was like, what do you mean you guess? What do you, what do you guess? I am 38 years old later this month, Tim, and in my lifetime, I have had four championships that I have deeply cared about. Four. Name in them. my lifetime. I'm, gonna, I'll, okay, uh, I'm, I'm sorry, five. Ohio State. Ohio State, twice in my lifetime. Lightning. Twice in my lifetime. 2008 Rays. 2002 Buccaneers. And 2002 Buccaneers. The 2008 Rays went to the World Series. They didn't win. I thought you said championships no, that no. you cared about. As I'm in saying games like, played. my teams have, in my 38 years, I have had five celebrations, victory. We've, we've won it all. Well, you should know that I have had one. It was the 2020 Lightning. None of my that, none of my teams have wow. ever won a championship. Well then, Tim, it's uh, it's not happening for the Jaguars. It's n- <laughs> okay to all you Lions fans. Try and I was getting text yesterday. I was like, really a, like, come on. We're, I had we were, a text from. Uh, we were one win teams. You didn't really do anything. I I got a text from got, uh, Ken Leslie asking what I would, how much I would pay him for him to duplicate the video that you put out after the Jaguars Week One win of you. Taking off your shirt, throwing it. It was a great win. It was a, it was a good win. It hasn't happened since. So here's the question. Do you hope that the Jags lose the rest of the way, they get the number one pick, go after Dabo and Trevor Lawrence combined coming in? I mean, Dabo and Lawrence would be the sweet combo, and I, I can't say that I would hate it, but I do hate losing every single week. So this is a very tough spot for me. It's, a, it's an awkward spot. I love Minshew. I think he can be the guy, but he just not has looked. He doesn't. He hasn't looked apart lately. So he could also be a great backup. Which so could Blake Bortles. I don't understand why he keeps getting cut. He's a good backup. Uh, I've got nothing. I, Andrew, we're not all here. All three of our Jaguars fans are look, sounding off. Connor's got a got a go Bucks, go Rays, go Bolts. It's it's a great time to be a Tampa it Bay is fan. A good time to be Team Tampa Bay. It's also a great time to have ministry friends. But Tim, it was a hard time to be Team Tampa Bay. We'll get to that part. It was a hard time to be Team Tampa Bay on Friday night when the Rays lost. I don't want to talk about it. Because we both knew that we had to preach on Sunday morning. Yeah. And we knew that we were going into a Game 7. Okay, so this is actually a good topic. We haven't talked about this. So I, we, I, we knew. Yeah, we, 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 we knew that there was a possibility of a Game 7 on Saturday. Uh, granted, on Monday, we didn't think it was going to happen. Cause no, because we, we were up 3-0, yeah. So headed into... Or su- up Monday, we were up 2-0, but yeah. Well, we lost... Tuesday, Wednesday. Oh, we lost Wednesday, Wednesday Thursday, Friday. Friday. So after Tuesday, we kind of thought, not a big deal. No, no chance of a game seven. Knowing that if there was a game seven, it would be the late, the late pitch the, time. The late pitch time on a Saturday night, and when you have to preach Sunday morning, a game that goes until one in the morning is not ideal for final sermon prep. Right, so ha- hang with us, Jerry. He, he's saying, "Is this sports or ministry?" So we're getting into the ministry part because <laughs> sorry, J- Jerry, this is it's life. Imagine you have something to do on a Saturday night that you can't say no to. You, you uh, can't watching the, the a game seven of the ALDS. You're not saying you're not saying no to, but you're also ALCS. not not saying uh, you're not calling in a backup preacher. 
So you it's know not, you have to preach. Okay, granted. We didn't know weeks in advance, so there's no. no way we could have said, hey, can somebody else preach? We knew we were going to have to preach. Yeah. So I did prep for it, so my sermon was 90% done on Tuesday. My sermon was done except for the editing. I Okay, I edited I, it on Saturday. I, I tried to get closer to the 3,000-ish word mark, and I was at 37, 3,800 on Friday night. And so I texted you after the game. I, like, I have to do all of my sermon stuff tonight because I usually— I do my final edits Saturday night. You know what? Right. Once everybody else is in bed, I'll spend an hour making sure the the PowerPoint or the keynote is lined up with how I want the sermon to be and all that stuff. And I had to do that Friday night because I knew that there was a good chance I was going to be just reading Sinners in the, hand, in the Hands of an Angry God on Sunday morning. <laughs> I was just going to be pointing at people and telling them that they were going to hell. And I was going to—I was either going to be Jonathan Edwards— or okay. Joel Osteen on Sunday morning. One or the, I was maybe either, a mix in between. I was going to be either super happy, peppy, everything is right with the world, or you are depraved, your family is depraved, your unborn children are depraved, and they're all going to hell. And I had to, if I waited until Saturday night to do my final edits, that's what people were going to get. So I was up till three Friday night because mm-hmm. I had to digest the Rays lost. But then I had to get my sermon in working order for Sunday. Sports probably impacts both of us a little bit too, too much. much. I was also up way too late Friday night too after much. the loss. Uh, Patrick says, sorry, I can't do the we comments when the one saying we haven't put on a helmet. Apparently, Patrick's never played a sport in his life. Wow. What? Wow. I'm As just, a sports I'm fan, you do say we. We, we, we. That was French. We, we. Yeah. I, there are some things you can say we for. I don't know. Why, why wouldn't we say I we? Don't, I don't know. Of course, we were the ones staying up late watching those games. I was we were sore. sacrificing our time. My my body was sore. Have you sat? Okay, I didn't. I didn't sit in Game Seven. For the last uh, three innings, I actually stood. I games. was I was on the couch. I had multiple children asleep on me, which my boys are not the super sport fanatic fans that I would like them to be yet. It's the TV, Tim, it's doing it again. She just turned it off. <sighs> Why? Oh, okay. You can just do that every few minutes. That's cool. Um, the, uh, I, so I had two kids sleeping on me, so I was not getting up and walking around because there were children laying on top of me, but it was, it was nerve wracking. I was sweating. I was, my, my muscles were tensing up. It it was exhausting. It was. Which is, and it was seven days in a row and we have to do it again this week. And I'm going to, I'm, I'm planning on it. Of course I'm going to. I'm. The plan is to have sermon uh, done by to, Wednesday. Tomorrow, yeah, my sermon will be done by tomorrow. I'm locking myself in the office okay, good. to get it done tomorrow. Patrick Horner said he played five sports in high school and five sports in college. That's a lot of sports. He is a serious athlete. That's like ten sports. Patrick, you can use we all you want, but so will I. So will I is a good worship song by Hillsong. Is it good? It's okay. It's pretty good. Yeah. I sing it sometimes. Steph, I didn't forget my water bottle. I, I purposefully brought some bubblies today. He he opened it right before the show started so that the crack would not be It's recorded. my second bubbly. I know you're beating me in water. I promise I will catch up soon. Um, speaking of getting caught up, Andrew, we got to catch up with some very dear friends. We got, we got caught up in it. The friendship was so great and the day was so good. It came up in my sermon. I, it did not come up in mind, so I guess it didn't mean quite as much to me as it did wow. to you. It really didn't. I thought I, for sure you would find a way. It was like Nebuchadnezzar going crazy and eating grass and pooping in the woods, so I didn't think Derry Prinkert would come into that sermon. If you didn't know and you don't follow us on any social channels. Well, then shame on you. We're fascinating people to follow. 
we Disneyed, as we typically do at least once a year with Derry Prinkert, the, of course, the famous podcast host of My Third Decade. My Third Decade. And all of his children and his wife. And all of our children. And all of our children and our, and wives. our wives. There were 13 children, I think 11 or 12. How, I, we, seven, were a, we were a seventh, party of Seventh 19. grade was the oldest child and uh, three the youngest. Mm. There were 19 of us. There were food fights. Mm. There were there was some tickling. There was chasing. It was it was exciting. We Disneyed all day. We missed first pitch. We missed on first purpose. pitch. We went out of our way on Wednesday night. We did to listen to the first several innings of the baseball game on the radio on our drives home. Because I, that's I how much it meant to me. On the radio, I was. Were you watching on the TBS app on your phone? I was Tim. We have a ledge where. <laughs> And I could put it. You have seven lives in your car, and you were watching baseball while driving. Where my maps would be, my Apple Maps. I have Apple CarPlay, and I I get that, but I just part of it is the TBS commentators were so bad, so bad. And and by listening on the radio, I could actually listen to our home commentators for a little bit, so that helped some. I do, but Tim, that is. That is unsafe. I'm, I'm sorry. disappointed in you. Hey, Derry, I know you're probably not watching because it's... Monday and you're in a meeting? Yeah, it's where you, where you should be. But hey, thanks for thanks for coming down and, and spending some time it, with us. It was the kind of thing where... So we went to Disney, we went to dinner after, and when we got in the car, I looked at my wife and I was like, that was so good. Yeah. That was just... It was refreshing. And I got hurt. <laughs> I got Disney injured. I was at one point Andrew was limping and I thought he was joking and then he continued to limp for about three hours. I was pushing a double stroller with let's say sixty five ish pounds of children. We are dads. We do that all the time. I was time. pushing up the ramp to Cinderella's castle and I just felt that that pull in my my right calf muscle <laughs> and I hurt I pulled my calf pushing a stroller up the ramp at Disney when uh, that was Wednesday, Thursday morning, I could barely get out of bed. I rolled to get out of bed and I stood up and it, like I just made oh noise. You hadn't walked a whole lot that week. You'd been I I'd been being lazy. I'll I'll give you that, but I I hurt myself walking at Disney, but it was still one of my favorite Disney days of all time. It was great. Uh, Disney, yes, guys, we do talk about Disney. It's something Andrew and I do with our families and with our friends to to unwind, to recharge. I know that sounds really stressful and not fun for some, but for us, it's just different. We enjoy. I got it. comments on the pictures that I had of the nineteen of us. So I'm saying this gives me so much anxiety. Yeah. That does not look like fun to but me. For whatever reason, it brings us life. So I mean, I think we could throw the question back out to you. What do, What do you what's do? A, what's that? What's that life giving thing that you you just need every now and then? And maybe other people aren't into it. Maybe other people find it weird. But for you, it is life giving. It's a filler, not a drainer. And do you need to do you need to to do that activity with other ministry families, or are you just you know I'm not. I need to recharge solo. For me, I needed some other ministry families. I think I think that's what it is for me. It's the fact that the all three families were kind of in the exact same life stage. We're, we're bigger families. You've got five kids. The Prinkerts and the Larsons have four kids. We're similar in age. Our kids are similar in age. Sure. And we just we, we get what the day-to-day life for the other families is like. Yeah. And I think that's what makes it so life-giving. That's like these people get me. They understand the things that I understand and they go through what I go through. And, and also and, it's, it's 2020. And they, and they love Disney. We've been, we've been, we've been quarantined, quarantining and pandemicking. And, and it was nice just to kind of break away from that mode for a little bit. 
I'm with you. Jerry, that's so kind. This show is life-giving to you? This show? Well, I mean, every Monday we do consider this our hangout time with our friends being you. Ice fishing gives me life. (laughs) Smoking some meat. That sounds cold. I watch watch Alone on the History Channel. And they're not allowed to use barbed hooks when they go ice fishing, and I don't think that's very fair. Nathan, Megan, where, where are you from? I don't know. Oh, oh, Wisconsin. Appleton, Wisconsin. That, that explains the ice fishing. They're not from Florida. Well, if Nathan, they, Megan, I'd love to ice fish someday. Morning after ministry show road trip. We're going to Wisconsin. Do you have a mobile hotspot? Could we broadcast <laughs> from the ice? That'd be, that'd be so cold. So worth it. it. It would just be so cold, Tim. I don't, I don't really like being cold all that much, but... I, I would say this in all seriousness. If you are coming down to Florida and you are within a driving distance of us, we'd love to hang out. Would you agree? Or go to Disney World with you. We, we, we'll meet you over at Disney. I, I think my friend John Rogers is coming in town. He's coming in, in town next month. Mm-hmm. We, might, we might sneak over and, and see him. Yes, Dustin, don't get us back on the sports talk. People will hate us. But Dustin. Agreed. Let's go race. Let's go race. It's all that really matters in life right now. <laughs> let's go raise. Uh, Nathan Megan says we could make it work. I'm Alrighty. not opposed. I, Ron- know, I know it doesn't sound fun to you. but Ronald Long, he's a top fan. He just says friends. That's us. Friends, friend forever. Remember the, the Lord group, is the Lord the of them. group FaceTime we had a couple of couple weeks ago? That was really good. That, that was, was so really, really good. That was so much fun. Tim, you've got... I've got a packed a, week. A double memorial service. So here's how... On this- the same day. But both before, well before first pitch, if well, there is. Would that be game... Is that game four? Because uh, we have Thursday off. Yeah, it would be game four. So, that, so first pitch is happening Saturday night. Here's what happened. We had several of our church members, several as in two, pass away within a... Ronald Long, yes, you do need a fast pass. <laughs> Andrew, I'm talking about church members I'm passing sorry. away. That's, that's not cool. You don't need a fast pass to pass away. No, you don't. We had two pass away within a, a two-week span, and both of them wanted to have the memorial on the same day, which is fine with me. So we're spacing them out. We're having one at 11 a.m., one at 3 p.m., but that also means I'm not preaching the same memorial service yeah. on the same day. So I will be prepping. What percent of people attending do you think will be the same? Probably a high percentage. Yes, you definitely can't. So have, have you have you been here? Maybe you've had back to back services, memorial services, weddings. I, I think weddings would be another thing where we can typically we'll use a you, very you use similar, the same script. Yeah. You 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 uh you personalize it. You, yeah, you do a, a find and replace for the names, and uh and, and that's about it. But when you're doing two in the same two on the same day, I mean, I I had ten services from October 25th till Christmas mm-hmm. a few years ago at my previous church. Wow. And that was tough because... You did ten memorial services? Yeah, we had ten memorial services in, in an eight-week period of time. Wow. And so that was like, all right, well, I hope you liked the matinee because this evening's performance is going to be very much the same. Because um, you just there's only so many funeral scripts that you can have, especially if you're constantly, right. you know... So there, there is there is a resource that I use that we can we can tack in. Let's the, plug it. We can tack in in the show notes, and it's it's basically um, it's like 250 uh, memorial service outlines that you can take. And I thought you were saying 250 dollars. No, it's like four dollars. It's That's very, very way cheap. better than 250 dollars. I think if you have logos, it's it's like already in your logo what? software right now. I'll I'll I'll, uh, I'll post a link to that. So I'll probably use a little bit of that to get two different outlines and then personalize them from there. But all that to say, that means I need to get sermon done by 
Tuesday, Wednesday, and then I have two memorial services, and then I'll be essentially preaching four times this weekend. Are both services, uh, are they doing a receiving line after? Are they doing food after? So both services are doing a reception in the student center. So we'll okay. have service in the worship center, reception in the student center, and then there'll be a, a quick flip um, in between services. Mm. And we have two very different service orders, but we have an, an awesome worship team, so they're going to be singing two different worship I was going to say, are, is this a memorial service? Is this a true funeral? Memorial. So no caskets? We don't do caskets. I like okay. Do you guys do caskets? If someone wants a casket, we'll do yeah, a casket. We, we typically only do I, memorial services. In, in my life, I think I've done five or six services with a casket present. I Yeah, I've done one, maybe two. Yeah. Oh, two. So yeah. that's that's happening on Saturday, back-to-back. Um, Ronald that's, says, I'm tired for you already. Um, yeah, but when, when you know it's coming, you can kind of prep mentally. Yeah. Sunday is my B day, so we're gonna. Sunday is your B day. So after after service, hopefully, you know, I can just sneak out and spend some time with the fam. Maybe Steph and I can go party for a little bit before game four. If there is a game five, before game five, Stephanie's prediction is it will go to game five, and I'll have a very pleasant birthday surprise from the race. We'll see. Oh really? That's what I said. Should I prepare to uh, have another host on Monday morning? Possibly. You're just now telling me? I'm just kidding. I'll be here. You better be here. I will I will absolutely be here. Ronald says, haven't done a funeral without a casket. So we, we just we do a lot of memorial services here. Cremation is very, very popular. I think part of what it is is that so few people are actually from this area. People, you know, people move here on their second act of life or their third act of life or whatever yeah. it may be. And so... The idea of the family plot at some you know, national north. cemetery, yeah. yeah, that's all that that ends at about you know a hundred miles north the of Atlanta. The memorial service I did last month that was really a memorial service for the Lakeview family, and mm-hmm. then they went up north for the traditional funeral service. Mm-hmm. And yeah, burial. we do lots of those. Are hey, this person's been at this church for twenty years, but yep. they're being buried at a cemetery in Ohio or in Minnesota, and so let's let's do both. So that's that's what I have coming up this weekend. That's what's on the I bucket. don't have any funerals scheduled this week. Good. So I don't have any weddings scheduled this week either, which means I have to get my sermon done and then uh, have anxiety over baseball for the rest of the week. But that'll be fine. I'm good at that, Tim. Well, I'm experiencing a little bit of fatigue, not just physically, but also in preaching. I, I meant to text you yesterday, and I just I wanted you to were, say I think you were I'm, too tired. I think you I'm were, ready for a Sunday off. How many how many Sundays have you preached in 2020 now? Uh, most of them. How many? How many Sundays have there been in 2020? Really, you've done that many? No, I had one Sunday off in January, where I was not preaching but present, and I had one Sunday off in July when I was not present, and so there's only okay. been one Sunday that I've been there that I haven't preached. But Dylan is preaching November 22nd. Way to go, we Dylan! We could go to the Dylan cam real quick. Where you at, buddy? But he texted me this morning that he uh wasn't coming today so i don't think it's i don't even think it's working right now i don't know i i had the wrong screen up you can try again if you want to no it's okay all right but so that'll be a first in quite a while but it's been but part of it was just the pandemic yeah it was one thing to um you know hand off sundays sure but when we're preaching into a camera and doing all that 
and some weeks are pre-recorded, some weeks aren't. That was a little bit tougher handoff just with the tech savviness of our people. Yeah, so I've, I've been on every Sunday. Uh, I think I had one off in March, but that was a, a video preaching. One of my elders preached for me. And then one I think that in was July. Like the, I think that was the, like the second week of the pandemic. Yeah, and we, he was already scheduled to preach, so I was kind of debating back and forth, do I need to be the mm-hmm. one on camera? And mm-hmm. I came to the conclusion that I do not have to be the one yeah. that's always on camera, which I think was a good decision. And then July, we had one of our missionaries preach. So I think for me— It's been me, a while. It, yeah, it's like 30-something, 40-something with only one or two Sundays off. So I'm just kind of feeling the, the preaching fatigue. And not to mention we're— I was like, like twenty weeks into the same series. We're twenty-seven, so this will be week. Are you, I was guesstimating twenty. Are you we're 27? twenty-eight. This week will be week twenty-eight of our Acts series, and it's a great book. I'm having a blast studying it. I'm learning mm. a ton. It's my favorite book of the Bible. It's an incredible. I don't book. know that I'd want to preach it twenty-eight weeks in a row. Well, if you ever want to go through the entire series, I will. Have, I will. I will have a lot of you manuscripts. Can share ready. me your Dropbox. I can share you the Dropbox. I've been. There have been weeks where I lean heavily, heavy on the commentaries. There have been weeks where I've had to. Um, just flat out find another manuscript that I can adapt, and this mm-hmm. this past week was one of those where I was just just tired. I get it. I used it. So it's funny as I I started with a, a Matt Chandler sermon manuscript where he preached on the same passage. It was it was seven thousand words. <laughs> I whittled it down and personalized it and got it to four thousand four hundred. I think it might be the longest. How long? Thing. How long did you? I go? haven't gone back and watched the tape yet, but I think I preached for forty five minutes. I was I went thirty eight minutes it yesterday, was, and I, it was I thought that I had whittled it down enough, but and when you're usually thirty one, thirty two, yeah. those extra six minutes you can see it in people's faces. I could feel it. it. Yeah, <laughs> like I had two more pages left on my manuscript, and I was like, usually mm-hmm. I'm done by now. The the other thing that and yeah. I, I had 70% of the scripture part done. Right. And so we were, you know, jumping from Daniel chapter 4 till D- Daniel chapter 5. And I remember thinking, like, mid-sermon, like, do I leave out the payoff in the next chapter just because people are done? Um, it was like, mm, but then the application won't make a whole lot of sense. Right, you can't. And, you can't. So, my, my 11-year-old came home sorry, and said— this uh, is a longer one. Daddy, I'm so sorry. I zoned out for about five minutes during your sermon. And I said, that's okay, but I, I zoned out for about 10 <laughs> I seriously felt it, like I was like it was also out. a weird morning for us um and I know you kind of had the opposite thing where last week was a lower week and then yeah. this week was was fuller um we you know had been kind of moving up 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 you know as people are more comfortable um as the numbers in our area are balancing out and stuff and we looked around at like 10 till like oh man there's like three cars in the parking lot. Where is everybody? It was a, a weird so feeling. weird. That's a weird feeling. And it was, you know, and I we do that. Several people were out of town, and you know, some people were, were actually in the process of they had stuff going on. Like they had let us know, hey, this isn't, you know, we're not going to be there. So there was really only like one or two groups of people that we didn't see that we were expecting to see. But it was still just so yeah, weird to be like, oh, I guess this is another Sunday where we're focusing just on the camera. And, you know, it, and it, we can track, you know, the weeks that attendance is lower, the, the view count is higher and all this sure. stuff. But it just kind of crept up on me. And out of nowhere, it's like, oh, okay. So we're, we, we're experiencing the same weirdness, but we had, I mean, we had the opposite this yeah. week. We've had two or three weeks in a row where second service was so low. I texted my elders after church last week, and I was, you know, I was discouraged after another low attended second service and said, I'm, you know, I'm seriously praying about moving to one service. And then this week, uh, second service ended, and I realized we cannot go to one service. Like we, we wouldn't have been able to fit all yeah. in the same space because everyone decided to come back. And 
they split it evenly, so we had exa- almost the exact same numbers as first and second, which hasn't happened in months. It's so... It's, it's are your attendance a, numbers weird? Is it just us? I, I hope everybody else's attendance like numbers up and are down, weird. Nothing consistent. It's... Ken yeah. says, how do you handle it when your service or your preaching goes long? It's funny because I saw our kidsman director who typically sneaks over during the sermon. She normally is able to leave after I preach, but she had to sneak back over while I was preaching. <laughs> so I could I kind of got the sense that, yeah, the kids might be getting restless. Um, Ken, I, I typically don't cut mid-sermon. I probably could have edited a little bit in between services, but I didn't this week. Yeah, I'm with you. Dan, uh, I usually go for between 27 and 3,200 words. Yeah, I'm right there with you. Um, and I was significantly over that this week and felt it. Yeah, for me, uh, that's the, the 2,800. Sometimes the magic spot is 3,000 if there's a lot of Scripture. Mm-hmm. Now, if there's not if there's not a ton of Scripture, in, and I do count Scripture in word count. Mm-hmm, me too. Um, even though I typically read scripture a little bit faster than I read, I think that's ministry. what it is for me. Like I'll have times where I'm like, "Oh man, I'm at like 3,100 words," but there will be an extensive passage, right? And then the sermon, I'll go back after it's like that was 28 minutes. Yeah, exactly. Where did four minutes go? Oh, right. So was... 2,000 to 2,500 words outside of scripture might mm-hmm. be might be somewhere in that goal, and then you know, there's anywhere from three to depending on where you're at in the book of Acts, you could have say, up to twelve hundred words. Because if of you're in scripture. Acts, you're just gonna have a whole lot of narrative. Because you have all these narratives that you can't break up. Like, yeah. It doesn't make sense to break they up. They are supposed to be one big narrative. Yeah. I'm I'm with you. Tim uh I felt that some of my creative juices were infringed upon this week. Oh, hang on. Before you get there, and I know exactly where you're going, so I'm going to let you stew on that just for a moment. Okay. Nathan Megan, I, I believe it's, is it Nathan Megan? Yes, that's how it's pronounced. It's the French. accent's on the Megan. Nathan Megan. Our attendance numbers for in-person were consistent. We were considering adding more seats back in or adding a service, but then COVID numbers spiked, and we went full virtual again till they come back down. So some have had, and even some of our area have gone well, back to full virtual. in our denomination, there was a... Think like a church treasurer's like virtual Zoom thing. Like, hey, let's talk about how to be a treasurer during this time. And our treasurer said that of the seven or eight churches that were involved in it, um, we were the only church that was back to meeting in person. Really? Um, and now, and we know of several. You know, the three covenant churches in Pinellas County are back to meeting in person. So right. obviously, you know, the the other two weren't. But for whatever reason, it was the of the churches that were doing this online meeting thing we were the only ones they had so many questions for for uh and our treasurer of how how are you doing this how are you doing that and you were you were the, the man of the hour well i wasn't in the meetings i'm not the treasurer tim we're gonna get to my rights being infringed upon we no we absolutely will there's people but there's people jumping in here because okay. ben, ben says i don't know why and i love this some of us have had this problem at times, but we have been averaging 20 more since we've returned to in-person <laughs> services. Well, thanks for making me feel terrible, Ben. <laughs> Ken says we've got two services, one mask mandatory, one mask optional. And I was I was hoping to talk to someone who's yeah. done that. I don't think we can do that. We have too many who are just like, you know, I, I want to just be able to do what I feel comfortable doing. And, and that's kind of where we're at. If you want to wear a mask, you can. Um, we have not stopped like you know, the we have not taken down the signs, but we're not sure. also not policing anybody. Yeah, we're not we're not policing, and I'll be honest, I, I haven't worn a mask in, in maybe two weeks. I I I wear it to take it off. I put the mask on. I'm usually sitting either and, and maybe with just I my family, maybe but I so I you know once the service starts and the camera goes from our countdown video to actually me, I make a point of taking my mask off 
because some of the people that are staying home are the ones that are the most concerned. Ken, and Ken so says our mandatory mask service is empty and our optional service is overpacked. <laughs> Anthony says we've got the new pastor bump happening. We're nice. running out of seats. It's a good thing. The new pastor bump. It's kind of like that that pregnancy bump. It is. It's exciting. It's it's very exciting. You're just glowing. You're showing. Yeah. Can we keep this analogy I, going? I, I had another analogy that but I wanted we'll to make. That. But we it involved s- it involved milk arriving, and yep. I didn't think it was appropriate. I knew where so you I, were going. Jake so says, stopped. our numbers have been super inconsistent. Thank you, Jake. Someone can agree with us. Sometimes we've been about 90, other times 60. We averaged 130 before COVID. I wonder if the inconsistency is people got so used to, hey, I can just tune in or I can tune in later. Mm-hmm. And so things that people would have said no to earlier on sun, or you know something on a Sunday that they would have said no to for years in the past – now they feel like they can say yes to. Jake, I think you're in kind of an easier spot because you still have the mandate. And yeah. that, that was the thing with us. When our state was mandating things, it was just easy. It was easy to be like, sorry, if you're not in the praise team or you're not preaching, you can't be here. Right. Our our state said anyone helping to lead in a church Richard service. Richard says, I uh, just walked in on the pregnancy bump. <laughs> <laughs> you're welcome, Richard. It's, uh, it's that kind of show. It is that kind of show. John says, we were running one service broadcast to two different places at the church. Masks are mandatory. We have only one instance where someone had to be asked to put one on. So you are you are policing it. And if you're in an area where where you need to be doing that, then... You, I get it. Yeah, I understand. Totally. Tim, we're going to talk about... Uh, Your woes. My woes. But first, we're going to talk about the things and the people that help make this show possible. Do they? All my woes. DYM University. Instant training. Instant on-demand training for you and your leaders. Hashtag train your team. Get everyone thinking and speaking the same language. Bingeable training. Hashtag binge with your team. Binge with your team. DYMU. Give Central. Centrally give. Give Central is the easiest and fastest way to collect tithes and offerings for your church, whether that's registrations, payments, or just the good old-fashioned tithes. Give Central is the best way to do that. You know what to do. Andrew, we are proud. We are very, very proud. 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 Part of the DYM Podcast Network. I would recommend you go check out the latest 15 Minutes with Frank. So good. He's talking about worship night. So good. Go digest all of that good content right about now. Tim. Can I just start by saying you texted me something and I felt for you. You... I, I knew exactly where it was going as soon as you texted me. I think you and I have very similar personalities when it comes to this kind of stuff. I'll just let you know. I, I don't want I don't want to throw anyone under the bus. So I will you I, could, like, you to could, you, you, could, you could throw them off the Golden Gate Bridge. I could, but to you I I threw this person under the bus. Oh, you didn't um, just throw them under the bus. It was Here's it was the scenario. Blatant. We are a small church. I I can relate. I knowingly so took a position at a small church. Um, I felt very much like God was calling me to that small church. Most of my career in ministry leading up to my current ministry role, I was in larger churches. I have a lot of friends that are in larger churches. Lots of people that I know through DYM are in larger churches. And and these larger churches probably have entire creative teams. They have, yes, exactly. And staffs that are four times the size of our staffs put together. And they have these weird things called budgets. Staff meetings, budgets. Yeah. Yeah. So at the beginning of the pandemic— I put together something that was kind of funny. Very funny. And I actually thought, well, I hope this is only like a three-week quarantine thing because if this is the type of output people are expecting from me, 
I just don't know how much more I can do. Sure. And a buddy of mine. And what you put out was great. Like it, it was it, comical. It was it was a, it was a breath of fresh air from all the churches trying to be so serious yes. right at the beginning of the pandemic, and you just kind of took a, a different approach. I loved it. Uh, I wish I had thought of it. A buddy of mine at a mega church, very mega. And when we say mega, like they're here in our area. Um, you know, they're they're a different part of the county, so there's not a whole lot of crossover. I don't know how many people saw, you know, that, that go to that church saw what I put out. But I know that people that go to my church would see what their church put out. Mm-hmm. And I know for a fact that uh, he saw the one that I put out because he had commented to me on it. Put out almost a shot-for-shot remake of the clever thing that I had done back in March. And Tim, my feelings got a little bit hurt. I mean, was, is it, should you be flattered, though? I, is, it, is it imitation is the best form of flattery? Or is this kind of like, you know, the the designer's ripping off the uh what they see on the streets and uh i i don't know i just i i don't know that how i reacted was the most christian okay but and i was what about what about the opposite H- have you ever ripped off something of a mega church course. has done of course so it's okay for us to do exactly. that and i have to exactly that's my, my sermon bumper that i used on sunday that was that was the village church's bumper for that that same week of their sermon it was a three and a half minute recap of acts one through 14 maybe you shouldn't have had a three and a half minute recap with your good point 30 with your 44 minute sermon (laughs) okay granted (laughs) maybe you should have cut that between services okay i'm just saying so i I agree (laughs) i do rip things from bigger churches but is it not cool if the bigger church rips from us but if if one is like so much stuff at the village church like when you download stuff they say this is for anybody and everybody this is we want you to use this true um and if it's a bigger church, and you're like, hey, my buddy works at that big church, I'm going to rip it off, you send your buddy a text like, hey, look what we're using on Sunday. Yeah. But this was not a, we're using something that this bigger church had well-produced and put out. This was a, something this little church shot, Yeah. and we're going to use a scene-for-scene, scene. I don't know. Of course, the comments are very quiet now, so maybe... Maybe people are thinking that I'm just petty. No, I don't no. know. Ansley said she just asked you. John Rogers has always asked permission, and it's not like they stole. They stole your intellectual property. It was the idea. It was, yeah. It was. It was. They didn't steal the actual video. They it, just. It was like a. It was a same. silly thing that I did. That was a parody of something else, and they did the exact same parody. Um, Ansley but, says also, I would not attend a church right now that is not requiring masks, and there yeah, are yeah. there are are there are areas where. That is the case. We have uh, signs up that say wear a mask and sit with your party with X number of chairs between you and the other party. Yeah, we have socially I'd, distant I'd seating. Say, 90 plus percent of our people probably wear a mask. I, I would say the uh, leaving space between your party and the next is harder to enforce than the uh, Which is why mask we, is. we couldn't go to yeah. one service. There we, would be no space. We, I didn't even talk to you about this. We're kind of changing our seating arrangement for the first time ever mm. um, to – try to create more rows that uh, other people can, can be in. So we'll, instead of having two sections, I don't know. Yeah, you've got, you've got two sections aisle in the middle. Yeah, right. so we're going to space, we're going to fan it out to have three okay. so that we'll have... We have, we have three. We have so that we'll have... Hours, one middle. We'll have greater space between the row in front of you and behind you and then have the middle section in between so we'll have more sections for people to sit in. 
very excited. Very excited about this, Tim. Yeah. Ansley says, I'm not sure what the sitting down has to do with it. We're just, I mean, social, socially distant seating. Uh, yeah. Or, or, the, or the masks. I, I don't know. Yeah, we, uh, we go for socially distant seating. And pro tip, um, if you position them in such a way and you have your photographer sand in such a way, the room can, the look, room can more... look full, even when it's not. Yeah. I, I texted a picture to to my buddy Tommy because, well, I didn't tell you this. Mm. Our worship team sang an original song on Sunday and we were going back and forth on some of the lyrics and I couldn't, I couldn't come up with, with, with what, what, what to say for the bridge. And our worship leader was asking me and I said, hang on, let me ask a friend of mine. So I, I sent the lyrics over to my buddy Tommy. I wasn't asked. That's cool. Whatever. I, I, I just knew he would, he would be quick with this. And so it's fine. He got you the have bridge friends lyrics. Besides me, I get he it. nailed it. So I took a picture of our worship team singing, and I, I got one of those good angles. And he responded, "This could either be a service of twenty people or two hundred people, based on the angle of this picture. I can't tell." There you go. I, That's the just goal. A, just a little pro tip. That is always the goal. But it was also cool for him to see his lyrics on the screen while we were singing. It. Well, I'm glad that I was not even consulted. Richard we says, were, oh, we're going to get into some, some heat here, Andy. I'm With ready. masks, it is a difficult balancing act. We don't force mask use. We ask people to be respectful of other people's viewpoints on the issue. I would also argue that it depends on where you live right now. It does. I think it depends on where you live. But I would also say, like, if your church is going out of their way to provide an online service, you know, we, we have two of our elders that have not been to the church since March. And, sure. and we're not— We have one. And we're not pushing— them to come back either it's a if if you would not go to a church because people aren't wearing masks i get that i would just hope that you're consistent and you know if you're not going to rest you know the the people whoa, that, whoa, whoa, that, that frustrate on, me it's if people I are see, I see if people going. are in restaurants and they're you know out and or if, you know so the, if you're at the restaurant you just lean like tip the mask forward and then put the food in the no the but i'm saying if because if, how is that any different from sitting down it, anywhere? It's, it's not. Okay. But I'm saying if the people that are saying, well, I'm not coming because, you know, I saw on video somebody that was sitting by themselves wasn't wearing a mask. Right. I would say, okay, well, are you also avoiding going to, you know, any store that is not just for groceries? You know, have you not bought a new pair of jeans in the past however many months? <sighs> Andrew, or whatever? You're getting into it's, a really dicey subject look, right now. No, like, if someone wants— It is dicey. If someone wants to stay home, by all means, we are— doing anything and everything we can in our power to replicate the service um, for people watching at home. Yeah, and I'm not but to I'm hold, not going to cast judgment or shame the on the church. Yeah. And you know to to say the church has a different responsibility to enforce things than schools do or than than somebody else does. It's we're trying to be all things to all people. We're not in and an easy spot. We, no, it's, it was easier when it was our e- when our county locked down. Yeah, that was way easier. Reopening is so much harder than closing. And I remember when we thought closing was hard. Oh man, I can't believe we have to, you know, close the doors. See, so Ansley's consistent. She yeah. says she wouldn't go anywhere without wearing a mask. See, She's then, only done outside restaurants, and I get that. If you're going to yeah. be consistent across the, I love the board, that. yeah, that absolutely. Well, see, and that's and that's why like the two elders that haven't been to our church um, since March, I'm. I have zero issue with them because I know how consistent they are. And they also have uh, family members that are immunocompromised. And so I I get it. But then there's also people like, well, you know, we don't quite know how we feel about coming back to church yet and sitting so close. And then I see a picture of them at the Buccaneers game. I'm like, "Mm, okay. Okay. (laughs) He says, our pastor said if you can go to Chili's, you can go to church. Suddenly, church was more crowded. 
I want to go to Chili's today. They have a, Andrew, hang on, hang on. They have a brisket you, quesadilla. Should we do that? That's what I really want to do for lunch today. First of all, could you say that from the pulpit? Probably. You could? I, I think. Man, I just don't know if I could. I think I could. I think we have enough. You know, it's funny. Like I said, you know, the, the people that have been the most outspoken that aren't coming to yeah. stuff, they're not doing anything. And so there are three or four families that I could say that to, and they're like, eh, you got us. <laughs> We like watching in our PJs, but... Anthony says, I, I saw a lady at the Y in a workout class this morning that hasn't been to church since COVID. <laughs> it was like I she saw a ghost when I started talking to her. <laughs> so it was like, a, like if the pastor sees you, you're busted? Like, I yeah. hate, I don't want people to feel no, like that. I don't want people to feel like I'm busting anyone, but... But I can't I help it. it if you do feel like that. Yeah. If I don't look, know what to say. If my presence brings on the conviction of the Holy Spirit then maybe God's using me in a way that I wasn't trying to be used, and that doesn't mean that I'm not being useful. <laughs> I don't know. Kurt says, in our state, the guidelines are clear. Some things get exceptions. Restaurants, others don't. Churches, yes, they are inconsistent, but we follow them anyhow. Yeah, in our state, it in is. Our we're state, in phase three. We're in phase three. Everyone, hey, do whatever you want. Bars and nightclubs are completely reopened. Be careful who you French kiss. They could have COVID. I'm pretty <laughs> sure that's exactly what our governor said. Our governor's funny. He was like, you can grope people, just don't French kiss them. And I was like, that's a very odd thing to say. He didn't actually say that. He implied it. You know, this topic wasn't even on our show. It wasn't. Which is probably why I'm squirming a little bit. I'm squirming because I'm hungry for chilies, which I can go to with my mask on, and then take it off as soon as I get to my table. Well, you live in Florida. When I walk past other tables of unmasked people, I will have a mask on. When you go to the restroom. When I go to the restroom, I will wear a mask, which, let's be real, should have been a policy a long time ago. But when I am <laughs> dipping my chips first in ranch and then in salsa, no mask. I'm looking forward to it. Oh, my goodness. I've got, I've got nothing else to contribute today. It's, it's been a week. We really thank you for the great discussion this morning. You've got work to do. We've got chilies to consume. I can't wait. I'm excited. I hope to be even more excited this time next week, Andrew. I really hope you are. Have I said too much? Um, I'm sure you'll be filling me in in just a few. Tim, let's hang out next week. It's 11 o'clock. Let's be honest. We're going to hang out before then. But we will see you same time, same place next week. We, we should, might be in a different place. We should say same bat time, same bat channel like Batman used to say. Same bat time. There we go. And then you say same. Same bat channel. Let's try it again. Same bat time. Same bat channel. We should have the spinning. We should say that. Same bat time, same bat channel. And then I could click a button here, and then this would spin. Yeah, that'd be really cool. We should do that.